Hello, Raven. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. It was so thrilling to see you last week. I mean, face to face. I know. I know. It's like once in a lifetime. It feels like. But now we're back in the safety of our Zoom environment. I know. Even though I wanted to see you today. (laughs) Well, here I am. (laughs) Anyways, so... Boo, we did get a lot of conversational comments about our last week's talk with politicians. Okay, was that good, good, bad, or indifferent? Oh, I think it's always good. Um, (laughs) I did want to clarify something. I talked about seeing Sergeant Triver in the Santa Monica church and how he had stood up because he had so many children. But the reason he stood up was he had so many grandchildren. And so it turns out he had five kids. And did I say something like that? It felt like that. But well, you said nine. The number nine came to mind because I was like, maybe that was nine grandchildren. So how many grandchildren did he have? Well, at that time he might have had nine. I think he had, and maybe more. But it turned out nineteen is what he has now. Yeah, nineteen. Oh, 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 okay. Sometimes I get that wrong, but I won't. I don't give myself that. But yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's the thing. I insisted that he was standing because he had a lot of kids, that I was just wrong. So yeah, it happens. But, you know, we do our best to clarify if we can. We do. Okay. Lou, uh, I cut off all kinds of people last week from our class. Who do you want to bring in? You know I don't even remember. Yeah, I know Um, you don't. Okay. Who's here? Who wants to talk? Put them in the hot seat. Well, she said that she spoke to you last night, or she had someone come to you last night. She did. Okay. And then she said that there was actually two, but they're different people. They don't know it. Like, it's not two people that know each other. That's true. You know, and I had thought of these two people as interesting people to talk to. But Lou, I left it to Lou. Luana, do they want to come forward and talk? Yes, they do, even though I have no idea who you're talking about. But so, yes. Lou, put the first person that okay. you think. But you said that one of them you were hesitant about, and yes. I don't know why. I was hesitant. You were hesitant, and she said, and she said for very good reason. Um, but she said, don't have any fear towards it. Don't have any fear towards the truth, or don't have any fear around okay. it. So I'm going to give you just first names. Okay, good. Um, one person, his name is Fred. That's so funny. And okay. at, at first I thought, do I really want to invite Fred? Maybe I'll invite his wife. Maybe I'll invite one of well, his if sons. It was, if it was my Fred, you'd invite his wife. That's right. That's you. So Luana, I kind of left it amorphic. Is it, should it be Fred? His wife or his son? Oh. What was your third choice with that? And then, well, father, Fred. I know. Uh, wife, mother, or brother. And that was my second person. The first person, well, whatever. Let's just let Lou put whoever needs to talk to us into the table. They are from two separate paths, but I thought, 
Why not? One of them, does one of them have to deal with McCain? Senator, or yes, McCain? and okay. not McCain directly, but politics. Right. Politics, that's what they shouldn't. Okay, I love that he represents politics now to me. Yeah, that's great. I like him a lot. It represents politics on a surface level, but on a deeper level, this is why I invited this person. Well, let's just okay. not bat around the bush. Luana, does Fred want to sit down? Robert. Okay, thank you. I left it open. So. Well, they kept saying number three, and that's why I said that. So ah, okay. Three. Jennifer doesn't know who this person is, but I had to look him up to make sure I got his name right. I want to talk to you about your journey, if you don't mind. Please take a seat. Whoa, hold on. I'll just share with you what he showed me. He showed me getting on one of those speedboats, but going like, so obviously he had a very um, choppy, like path. It choppy life, like, yeah. Choppy life, because he's just showing me just, and some of them were just super highs, and some of them were super low, you know, and he showed me being in the water. And so, and I, I'm just sharing with you what he says. I don't yeah, know. What, absolutely. My interpretation is that he's saying it's, it was exciting, and it was also disastrous. His life. Yes. And that's accurate in terms of what we know of this person. I didn't know him personally. Okay. okay. And then um, he, yeah, he'd be doing the same thing. He's making fun of me doing this to my hair. Um, <laughs> I guess he was a narcissist or he might've been someone like, I don't want to diagnose anybody, but he might've been, <laughs> I'm not a narcissist, but I play with my hair. But when someone comes in to tell me that they would do that with their head oh. or they're very concerned, usually say, that's super funny. So okay. I've seen your daughter, Mary, that's her name. She yes. has been on TV and talk shows. And her, is there, does she have a dog? I don't well? know. It's very okay. possible. But she's spoken about her father. Her memories are all scattered as well. And well, does she have good memories of you? And he said, yes. But the, she remembers a lot of the ones that weren't as. As happy? She remembers everything, actually. <laughs> super smart. She remembers everything. She was the sunshine in my eyes. I loved her deeply. I didn't know how to show her. I didn't know how to, I didn't know what she needed or wanted when they were growing up or when she was growing up. When she was growing up. Yeah. And I want to talk to you about your, um, the bumpy road you had. Yeah, he said, what, he, was all, he said he was all over the place. And I think you had an alcohol problem. Is that correct? And then some. And I think he had a sex addiction problem, too. Okay. And was this related to your parents or one of your parents? <laughs> like, I'm so sorry I just blurted that out. Well, like, you don't know who he is. Who does it's that? Okay. But who does that, though? And I'm like, I'm sorry. He goes, nope. It's truth. It's totally fine. And I don't want to lay blame anywhere, but... He blames himself, he says. Okay. He but, blames himself. But he had some... Okay, before you say anything, hold on. Said he just always got in trouble. <laughs> he said, he goes, if I ran like a stop sign or a stop, wait, hold on. I just want to make sure I got this interpretation correctly. And if no one was looking, I'd still get in trouble. He got in trouble for everything it looks like. Your father was, as far as I know, was a commanding presence in your life. He gave a good whooping. And talk about him a little bit. What was he like? 
Hold on. Well, he's right here. Hold on. Boy, they seem, they look a lot alike, it feels like to me. Like their stature. Father and son. Father and son, the way that they are together. Said that his dad was so much bigger in life than he was. Like he was just a massive person, a massive spirit. And he said that he like cradled him probably a little bit too long. I don't know what that means. There's something in there. And I felt like, I felt like he also had to cut him off at some point. The father had to cut off the son. Yeah. And was that a good thing or was that a bad thing? It was chaos at first. It was bad, mm-hmm. but he did it out of love. Well, who was there to greet you when you cross over? I want to say his dad. Okay. And what was that reunion like? Difficult or? Love. Just, oh, I get it. You know, he just shows me, he shows me the embrace, which just melted my heart. And he said, he goes, like, when he first looked at him, he said, oh, now I get it. Now I get it. So a reconciliation on many levels. Multidimensional reconciliation, yes. And your father, I think, suffered from uh, dementia. Um, Does he want to talk about that a little bit? He suffered from dementia, but I also felt like his dad had lupus as well. Okay. There was something, something with lupus, or maybe that well, was... Well, we asked this question last week. Uh, how much, what a percentage of your conscious energy was in you, was in your body while you were still alive in a wheelchair, et cetera, et cetera? Point nine 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 nine, like nine, <laughs> like... Very little. Interesting. Yeah. He said, um, I was out of here. Do you guys want to talk about your brother, his daughter, or does the father want to talk about his son who's alive? They both are. Um, they both are talking about there, him? Is there a Scott or an S name? Do you know? There's a Scottish, yes. Uh, the mother, I think, is Scottish. Okay. Scott, Scottish, I don't know. I'll just leave that alone. But... Um, I feel like they're both saying that the brother did everything right after their passing. Okay. And what do you mean by that? I don't know. Hold on. He had to make tough decisions for both of them. And you felt they were the right decisions or they were just tough decisions. It wasn't popular. Whatever decisions he made wasn't the popular decision. All right. But do you guys want to talk about, I mean, does dad want to talk about the son? Do you want to talk about your brother who's still alive? Do you want to put in Jennifer's mind who this brother is? Don't judge it. You're judging. It's not dealing with somebody in politics, is it? Trump? Yes. Holy shit. Now you know why it's a controversial topic. Ooh, I had no idea. So what did they show you? Trump? And how but does in the image Trump, they is didn't it, show me Trump at all? Hold on. They didn't show me okay. any, Listen, any we're Trump. we're in thin ice here, so let's be careful. This is the brother and the father of the fellow currently in the White House. What do you guys want to oh, say to you about your brother or son? When you were asking this, I'm like, so he's doing everything right. And they said about their deaths, whatever happened with their deaths, he did 
they know, felt he did the right thing. Right. They couldn't do it themselves. Daughter, Mary. Wow. Has written a book about her uncle. It's very controversial. She talks about her father and talks about her grandfather. Yeah, I think I, I, I remember, I remember see, seeing certain things about it, but I mean, I had no idea. That no, that's I know you didn't. And you can see why I thought maybe not such a good idea for a topic for our show. But I invited them last night, and Luana reminded me, and she just said, don't worry about it. Just There's speak fear. the truth. Well, she said that. She goes, there's fear surrounding it. There's lots of fear surrounding there's it. There's lots of fear. I there's understand. There's a lot of truth that needs to come out. There's an, so I had no idea who this person is. I was just, these people are, but it wouldn't have mattered. I have the chills so bad. It doesn't matter. Hold on a second. I have to let go of every, I have to just, could you just yes. give me a second? We all have to let go of our preconceived ideas about reality, about consciousness. We're speaking to a father and a brother who once they've got to the other side are no longer those people who were in a box. They're right. out of the box. Those two who had a difficult relationship were able to come back together. That's important to hear. No matter what your politics are. Right. So I keep asking the question again, just to clarify that he did for their deaths, whatever he did, they're saying he did what was unpopular and what was right. But he said for the country, he's no longer doing it for it from what it feels like. And this is where I have to really just, I keep asking the same question over. I'm like, so I keep asking the same question. I get this and I'm getting the same answer that he's not doing it for the country anymore. He's doing it for himself. Okay. That's allowed. Um, <laughs> that's why we went this direction. Let's, before we go down that path about what he's doing and whether he shouldn't be, let's talk directly who Luana put in the chair. He still said he still is serving his purpose. He's still serving his purpose in life to instill passion. People want change. Um, Whatever that passion is, it forces them to address who they are as people. I understand. Right. Okay. We've talked to people about this before. It's a problematic concept. I understand. But because you have the floor, this is your time to talk to your daughter, Mary, directly. What do you want to say to Mary? She needs to forgive me. She needs to forgive me. I'm like, are you sure? Not her brother? <laughs> Not your brother? It's like, no. She needs to forgive me. It's eating her up inside. And I visited her in a dream two days after I passed, telling her that I'll still, whether she wants it or not, I will still watch over her. Whether she wants it or not. Well, you know, once we find out that our relatives don't die, that they went home, then we have a chance to let go of everything we attach to them or put on them. What have you learned since you've been back? <laughs> wow, okay, how fucked up everything is over here. 
Sorry, I rarely say the F word. I apologize for any Fers that get offended. I'll, by that. I'll bleep okay. that F. It's rare that I get to blow Jennifer's mind. I know. I'm still mad at you for that. <laughs> well, it was Lou. Lou put him in the chair. I know. I know. It's good. I'm, if I would have known, if I, you know, I don't look into anything beforehand. I, just I know. And I don't tell you anything. And I like I say. Bring through the information clearly and precisely as best that can be communicated. So, and this brings something up which is people have reached out to me and said, you know, could you talk to so-and-so? Because they want to hear or they want to be assuaged that the journey, the weirdness that's happening here is all going to be okay. We know it's going to be okay. But what's your impression of the chaos that's going on in the country, if anything? Wow. You just showed me hundreds of people like in, let's just say, hundreds of people in a, like a big, not walkway or walkway, let's just say hundreds of people in a walkway. And then he shows me the heart, the being of all, like, as if you, you know how you play, uh, what is it called? Roller? What is it called? Roller derby? No, a pinball machine, a pinball machine, like pinballs, like it's hitting everybody's hearts, but they're all connected. And it's just getting, and he just shows me it getting all connected and how everybody can, everybody is like their energies have no place to go because they're not either releasing them or they're not doing something about it. And it's affecting everyone that's around you. He's saying it's easier to, easier to work with each other. And that is something my brother has to learn. Is he going to learn that or is it too late for him? And I said to him like, Oh, instead of for yourself. And he goes, no, it's okay to work for yourself as long as you're giving to others instead of taking. And then he shows me how that string, it's almost like a string that gets attached to everybody's hearts. And when you're taking, you're ripping, you're taking a part of that, you're taking that away from everybody. So just to clarify, pinball machine, all these different <laughs> lights. Yes, with the string. Like, so if you have like a string that hits every single person. And so when you're giving, you're able to give more of those strings to everybody. But when you're taking, you get, it's almost like you're being robbed, like your spirit's being robbed when you take the energy and utilize it towards something that's not collective to help. You're not compassionate? Whatever, whatever capacity that is. But, um, yes, he did show me the Buddha. Do you guys, do you have any influence on Sorry. your brother? The Dalai Lama. Dalai uh, Lama, as a compassionate individual. Oh my God, that was funny. I'm so sorry. Hold on. I asked, do you have any influence over your brother? <laughs> he just started laughing. They're like, he didn't listen to us when we were there. Why would he ever? Why, why would he ever? Um, he does have I don't know, a Bible of some sort that he puts a lot of emphasis on. I just saw a Bible in the White House that he brought. I don't know, that he puts effort into. Like, he has more of an attachment to that. Not what it says, but whatever the Bible's about. I don't know. Did um, somebody own it? Was it your father's? Somebody owned that physical. Yeah. All right. That's that's what it's not the content. It's not what's said in there, but it's the physical object that was his father's. Fred. Right. Fred, you were kind of notorious for being a cranky guy. You were a real estate guy, and you were considered to be a. Where do you think he got it from? <laughs> true, but where did you get it from? But he said I wasn't hurting anybody. Well. 
people got evicted and people of color weren't allowed to live in your buildings. But where did you learn that? From his country, just to from where he grew up. Okay, carried over those prejudices. Very much so. Okay. He didn't know any better. He says. Fred, if there's anything you want to say to your son. Hold on one second. And when he started knowing it better, when he started to realize, oh, that's interesting. Thank you. When he started to realize what he used to do or what he was, what he had done, it was untethering it. He couldn't untether it in time before he basically wasn't there. Before his brain went. Right. But he understood it. Right before. He said right before. Well, that's an apotheosis of some kind. Any, any advice or wisdom you want to impart to your son? Not that he'll ever hear it, but what would it be? Love. Learn how to? His dad's basically saying because of him, he has so much anger and hate. He needs... He needs if he loved, it'd be so different, but he doesn't, he doesn't even know how to love. He just knows how to get. He doesn't know how to love. Um, Can either one of you? And he thinks he does. And he thinks of course. he does. But can either one of you invade his dreams and help him? Show him? He doesn't sleep. He doesn't sleep. Okay. Well. Uh, actually, hold on. When he's on the golf course, they try to. Ah, because he's like in a meditative equipoise there, trance. They, they're showing me like trying to project thoughts, but they get bounced out, but they try. Oh, they try. It's yeah. interesting. It's an interesting. And what about you, Fred? Are you able to influence your daughter or can she hear you he, he just showed me somebody playing the drums you know she's definitely what's the saying um has her own path <laughs> her own beats <laughs> her own to the beat of her own drummer yeah yeah um she's sad about his death she's sad about his death um and there's some guilt towards it and she just wants he just wants her to know that's she shouldn't have any guilt. And that's why she needs to forgive him because in order, if she forgives him, just so she can move on. Let go. So yeah. we're of the mind, and Jennifer and I have talked about this privately yeah. and publicly. That she said, she the said things, hold on one second. Go ahead, sorry. She said that, um, try not to, I know it's hard, but she said try, he's saying that he would, it's hard for her not to look at both Robert and Trump and Don, whatever his brother, yeah. brother the same way. And she says, that's what's paralyzed their relationship. Even though he doesn't blame her, she needs to forgive her dad. To forgive her dad and to let go on some level. This angst. As soon as she allows that pain to come through and allows it just to, let go he always loved her he just didn't know how to help her or what she wanted there was just some element of two different paths never understanding. i was going to say jennifer and i are of the same mind that the election is over and the person in the white house will move on 
and that will help people, will it or not? Something's supposed to happen today. Remember when I said the 12th a long time ago? Today's the 12th, right? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. I know you don't like this stuff, that stuff, but. <laughs> I, did I love it. when you characterize me as like this crazy. I did mention everything, though, that was going to happen. Yes, everything you said has come Months to fruition, ago. but Months ago. we but don't talk about that. I know we don't talk about that, but we just said, okay. But we, to clarify, Jennifer said on the election day that the president would declare victory, but it wouldn't be, it would be hollow because Joe has won the presidency. And that eventually, it'll take time, he's going to come to that conclusion and move on. So that will help Mary, won't it? Or will it? She's looking at the bigger picture of all the people that voted for him. I see. So it'll be a while <laughs> before we can let go. Yeah. So we need we need some advice there. Um, McCain, I think, came through and said red and blue cars were That's all. That's why he was laughing. Like they were all laughing at me up there. Like McCain came in, he's just laughing, and I'm like, oh, I love that he shows me politics. And then you have me talk to Fred. By the way, I had no idea who you were talking about. They just showed me just crazy stuff about their, how crazy their lives are. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. Like, your lives are really crazy. Well. Right? And then, like, let's, what about his brother here? And they're like, they showed me Trump. I'm like, get the F out. Okay. So, Luana, back to you. There were two people. And there's somebody from the other side of the aisle. Let's just call it that. I'm going to say his first name, okay. but that will probably give it away. So, Luana, do you want to bring this next person and sit him down in the chair? And maybe we can do the same thing, which is to figure out who he is by showing Jennifer some images. Okay. So he showed me CNN, and he showed me... So I, it, who, oh my God. Sorry, buddy. Who's well, you might that? not know his new name, but I'm going to tell you his name. It's Bo. Bo. B-E-A-U. Bo. I love that name. Okay. So you don't know who that is, okay. but you know the name. So his name is Bo. Oh. Okay. Was he, so I got um, one of the old, who was one of the guys that ended up having cancer? Bill Jet. Well, you got cancer, right? Okay. And then I saw a news play. Like it felt like. Something so, on CNN. Right. Okay. And then I also saw the guy with the food, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony he Bourdain. Our, he was our well, Anthony's so, always welcome here, but we're going to focus on Bo a little bit. I know that, but it felt like it had to do with Bo. Like there's some circumstance that had to do with Bo. Well, they might have known him. each other. He was a pretty popular guy. Okay. All right. When I was debating this last night, <laughs> as I was going to sleep, I heard from Bo or this person that we had someone in common, that we both knew somebody. And I had to sort of scan my mind to figure out who that was. Somebody in, somebody you wouldn't know, but somebody in, in DC politics, back east, that sort of thing. Okay. We'll get we'll get to her in a second. But Bo, show Jennifer 
who your father is. Not Ronald Reagan. Who is it? A politician. Right, a politician, but... Almost as old as Ronald. Oh, are you talking about... Um, yes. Oh sorry, you're talking about Joe Biden. Yeah, thank you. Holy schmoly. Holy schmoly. This is Joe's son. I now understand that. Okay. <laughs> Bo, I want to ask you about the promise you extracted. Oh, that's why Peter Jennings. He showed me Peter Jennings. He showed me the war. He was showing me all these different things. And then he showed me Anthony Bourdain that was out in the desert. Like, it was just interesting. Well, Peter Jennings, I think, passed away from the same cancer. Could be. I don't know. Is that true? Is that what you showed her that, Bo? Yeah. So. And because he, that's who I know who covered the war. But go on. Okay. Who was there to greet you when you crossed over? His mom. Very good. That's the first thing he said was his mom. His mom. And then what was that like? he's making me cry. Hold on a second. I'm like, you guys are not allowed to do that. It's going to ruin my message. It's allowed. It's allowed. Um, Show Jennifer. How did she come and greet you? We were in the kitchen. <laughs> he was making her a sandwich. Like and that's when you realized you were over on the other side? And I was a little kid. Oh. And I can, he's like, I could taste the peanut butter. She went butter, something like butter, peanut butter, and like marshmallow or something. He goes, only she would make it. And then we'd have popcorn, so I knew it was like a Friday night. We would, you know, something along those lines. It was a soft landing. I knew it was her. Sweet. And for those tuning in for the first time, soft landing. Something about 20, was it how many years ago? 29 years ago, 30 years ago that she passed? Something like that. He was like a baby, right? Yeah, he was a kid. He was a kid, little kid. And his dad had to raise him and his brother. But I want to ask you, Bo. He said not everybody's perfect. No one is perfect. All of us have made mistakes. My dad has made mistakes. All of us have made mistakes. I understand. But we've well, learned from them. We do. But listen. Let's hope that. Let's hope that oh, come on. What? Come on. <laughs> they just started laughing because they're like, let's hope that Trump learns. And they're just like, ah. Like well, laughing. let's not focus on him. He had this first half. We're going to focus on the other guy. Okay. So, Bo, you made your father promise you something. Do you want to show what Jennifer that is if she doesn't know? Well, I do. I don't. He made me hear that song. But. Um, what song? The song uh, from Coldplay that they oh, played. Oh, yeah. They played his funeral. Yeah. Um, it was just, it has to do with the, does it have to do with the military? Well, he was in the military, Bo. I, I know that, but it felt like almost like feeding, helping the military, feeding the military. Taking care of veterans. Yeah, taking care of veterans. Very passionate about it. That um, he'd never give up on our country. Never give up on the country. 
And I know there's something else in there, but I can't. Well, I'm, however it went, this is, I mean, this is something his father's talked about, that Bo made him promise to run for president. Oh, I didn't. Okay, that's it. Okay. Yeah. It, we don't and have to get every. But he, no, he showed me everything the president should be doing. <laughs> right? But true. So I, I but should he, have just said that. But initially, didn't. he didn't. Even though Bo passed away and Joe was too distraught to run and Hillary ran instead. But something changed for Joe. And have you been talking to him? Every morning. What do you say? It's a new day. Hmm. And I know you have a couple of... Go ahead. The, the way that he handles it, the way that he's making me feel like, because Joe doesn't even talk about the other. You know, he's just trying to, this, he is such a huge deficit of people that don't, of people that voted for someone else that he just, you know, which I'm validating their feelings. Everybody's feelings are validated. I'm not saying one or the other, but he's saying that he is, Joe has such a deficit in the emotions of America that all he can do, you know, he's trying, you know, he does mean what he says, how he wants to work with the other side. Um, well, I think that's always been a part of his makeup as a human. He's always been somebody holding both hands of the aisle and bringing people together. And so I wanted to thank Bo on behalf of the nation for making your father make that promise to you. I knew... He could do it. Well, did you see it? He said he was there right next to him. But I mean, when you were, before you crossed, before you went on to the other side, did you presage or yeah. tell me about that? He said he had a dream that his mom came and she said that everything was going to be okay. I didn't want to leave my dad. I know. I didn't want to leave my dad. But she said everything was going to be okay. And that we can do more help over here. And for some reason that gave me comfort. I told my dad. Good. About the dream I had. But, and then she showed up with, she showed up to him as well. Ah, uh, that's wonderful. But at some point, did you tell him, or did you see him winning the presidency, or was that just a feeling that he should run? It was just a feeling. Okay, very good. Thank you. I mean, of course, you could say, yeah, I saw it, you know, lottery numbers. But yeah. it's a, it a you know, it was a gut feeling. Like when gut you're feeling. You just showed me, like, when you're in war or battle, it's a gut feeling of getting out of a place or, you know, where you're t making your aim. Or he's just like, it was just that strong, strong gut feeling that could literally save lives. <laughs> Let me ask you a couple of questions. Your cancer. Some people have said they thought it was from toxic chemicals that you were working with in the military. Is that accurate or what, did it come from something other else? He said, I don't think that helped. 
<laughs> okay. But he doesn't. Doesn't connect the two. Okay. Your wife and your brother and your children. Anything you want to say to them? Your, your I widow. Asked, I was just asking him. He's like, no. Um, the widow, hold on. I was asking him again about, you really didn't think, he's like, no, I don't think that it caused my cancer. I just wanted to make sure I was getting all the information right. Um, Thank you. Why is this one so emotional for me? Well, ask him. I did. I'm trying to say what he said, but I can't get it out. Just give me a second. Oh, well, that's what I meant. Ask him, why is this so emotional for you? He just showed me my own dad. Ah. The love you have. He said he picked the strongest person on the planet to marry him. He had to beg her to marry him. And she knew from the time that we were together that my life wasn't going to be a long life. Hmm. She always had this feeling that something was going to happen. The fact that it didn't happen when I was, when I was, you know, in the war or overseas, overseas and it happened. It was better that it happened at home. We had more closure. We had more love, but one way or another, I was going. Anything for your brother, Hunter? Don't give up. Don't give up the faith. Faith can get you through anything if you believe it. And your mom, your stepmom, Jill? She's a rock star. <laughs> she knows it too. Thank God she's with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> She's a, she is, he called her a rock star, which is cute, but she's his rock. That's great. And they both are so lucky to have one another. So Bo, I want your impression of this form of communication, this class, this, my friend Luana, who you're meeting for the first time. And Matt this, <laughs> and Maverick. How did it come to be that somebody last night tapped you on the shoulder and said they want to talk to you tomorrow we put it in your head that <laughs> we didn't ask for us we put it in your head all i can say is this morning i woke up and i thought this is too controversial this is you know it's not of my it's not my purview to dig into families because trauma but as luana said don't be afraid don't fear Try to let go of fear. God, I did not know what the heck you were going to do. I had no idea either. And honestly, I had let it go because I just thought that's too much. But here we are. Bo, I understand. So your impression, you're looking around this classroom or I don't know what you can see, but what can you see? I have to go pretty, I have to go on. I know you do soon. I thought you had 15 more minutes. No. no. One more minute? Okay. One more minute. Bo, what's your impression of this class? It gives deeper meaning to how the afterlife is wanting to help all, everyone. It doesn't pick and choose individuals. Everyone has access to it. 
if they're open. And in order to be open, you kind you have to have love. You have to have love in your heart to be open. I'm fascinated. <laughs> That's funny. He's like, I'm fascinated with how this can happen. He goes, it's almost like it's not real. <laughs> I'm like, we have a hard enough, I have a hard enough time with that. But he's just like- So it's not real to them either. I think that's he great. Me, he puts it in my head and then I say it and he goes, it's almost like it's not real, but I know. He says, he could see where my heart is, where I really want to make sure I get the interpretation right. Very good. Well, thank you, Bo. Thanks for bringing those emotions with you and that story about seeing your mom and making a sandwich. That was really sweet and beautiful. And I don't think your dad will ever hear this, but if he ever does, it'll be sweet to hear. And he'll know about that sandwich. He says he talks to me. We've got it covered. Very good. And. Goodness, they said there's a whole team up there talking to them every day. So. Every day, I'm sure, cheering them on. And the, the other family, thank you for coming through. Luana, thank you for forcing us to, to have this conversation. We appreciate it. It's we love Mary. you all. They said it's, it's for Mary, Fred. Uh huh. They said this was so important because. Oh, for the daughter, Mary. I'm sorry. Thank you. Technically, for everyone else that has issues. You've heard it right here. Hacking the afterlife. Thank you so much, Jennifer. We love you. We'll see you later, class.